0: 18 plus
1: today on Barca talk we're taking a deep dive into the squad depth at FC Barcelona for the remainder of the season what to expect from Setien and the remaining fixtures for Barca from our newest team member Cole Ridley Welcome to Barca Talk, the show for Barcelona fans. I'm Brian Henderson in Buffalo, New York, and today I want to introduce you to another new voice on the show. We've started to expand our team to include members of our fan community so that Gabriel and I can start stepping back from the mics a little bit. Last Friday, you heard from Alejandro Villegas. He's pulling double duty as both a new part of Barca Talk and as the host of Our new podcast, his podcast, in Spanish, all about FC Barcelona, called ADN Barca. They just dropped their first episode on Monday, which is now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Deezer, as it turns out. Uh, We're still waiting on approval from Google Podcasts and uh, some other outlets. Today, you're going to hear from Cole Ridley. Cole is one of our listeners who answered the call when we put the word out that we were looking for some fresh blood in the mix here on the show, and it has really been encouraging to get the help of Alejandro and now Cole and maybe more coming down the pike because these guys volunteered to do this because they appreciate what we've been doing on the show and they want to help keep it going. If you want to do your part to help keep it going, become a paying member either on Patreon or with a one-time donation. The link at the very top of the details for this episode will take you to our support page where you can choose your preferred option and do that. So I won't say too much more about Cole now. I'll let him introduce himself, and I'll just hand the rest of the show off to him.
0: Hola, Kules. I am excited to join the Barca Talk podcast team. I hope that you guys can make room for one more voice on the pod. I will be discussing with you guys today the squad depth, For the remainder of the season, taking a look at what Kike Setien has at his disposal. But first, I want to introduce myself and give you guys some background knowledge about my heritage and love for the Blaugrana. Uh, It all started in 2006. I was on family vacation in Paris, France. I was visiting some family friends who had recently moved to that part of the world. I was not on the grounds, but I was in that city and for the days following that famous night when Barcelona were crowned European champions for a second time with the dramatic comeback against Arsenal in the Champions League final. And that is where it all started for me. My love for the Blaugrana has intensified each year that I become older and more understanding of the game on a global aspect and what it means to be a Aid and the impact that FC Barcelona has had on the sport all across the world. My favorite player of all time for Barca is Carles Puyol. El Gran Capitan, the way he had so much grit and fight, and how he earned respect all across Europe and across the world with the way that he fought for our badge and the legacy he left behind for what it means to be captain of FC Barcelona is truly remarkable. I've been playing the beautiful game my entire life both competitively and recreationally. But that's enough about me. Let's get back into what's happening around the Camp New Early last week, there was an interview conducted by Marca with the new permanent Roma player, Cades Perez, who we lost during the January transfer window. Perez departed for Roma, first on a loan basis before Roma triggered the purchase clause on February 24th. In the interview, he had some interesting quotes that I would like to take a look into because Perez has been the most recent departure from the Camp Nou and a La Masia graduate who left in a time where we really could have used him most. During the interview, Perez was quoted with saying, I'm a guy who has given everything for Barcelona since I was a kid. My dream was to make it to the first team. I achieved that and now they've taken it away from me for no reason and especially with the performances I was having. He continues saying, They talk a lot about the academy, and in the end, they show the opposite. I don't view Barcelona in bad light. I am grateful, but I don't like the ways it was handled. Talking about his departure. He finishes his interview saying that Barcelona is in the past, and I am focused on Roma, although I don't know what will happen in the future. We all know just how light the Barcelona squad is at the moment, and I bring up Perez's interview because of how thin the squad is at the moment and just how important Perez could be for the remainder of the season. With long-term injuries to Suarez and Dembélé, even with the inclusion of Martin Breathwaite, Barca are looking at 16 first-team players available for the remainder of the season. When Setien was hired for his dream job, he made several comments about the youth players Barca have in La Masia. Setien stated, I will make a special effort to take care of these kids. If they really progress and earn their spot, then they are perfectly able to play for the first team. Those in the first team need to be aware. Talent that's coming up will get their chances if they deserve them. However, that hasn't exactly been the case. For example, longtime La Masia gym, Ricky Puj was hailed as the certain first team player once Setien was appointed. But there must have been some hiccups along the way. In the 11 total matches that Setien has been in charge, Pooch has made just three appearances and remained on the bench for another two matches. That's only five matchday squad inclusions, less than half he was available for. Alex Collado, another 20-year-old midfielder, may have stolen the spotlight from his compatriot. Collado has also made five matchday squads under Setien, only appearing in one, however. In the Setien era, only Rakitic, Artur, and Griezmann have been on the pitch for all 11 matches. All this to say, Setien hasn't picked the youngsters as much as we all expected to at first. This is only his first month and a half in charge, but if he were to experiment with La Masia talent, the time is over now, because we're rolling into crunch time for Barca, not just for results on the pitch, but for players to maintain form and stay healthy. I don't place any blame on Setien for the hand he has dealt with, though. He had little options when he first arrived, and he has done exceptionally well given the changes of our style on the pitch and attitude and expectations on the training ground. I think during the remainder of the season, primarily in La Liga, we can expect to see some rotation each match as we hope to progress through the Champions League. I'm not suggesting full 11s, but one, two, or even three rotations to give some players solid playing time in this grueling part of the season. After the disappointing classical result last weekend, Real Madrid have taken over the driver's seat in La Liga. And with the uphill battle they face in the Champions League, they may well exit to Pep's Manchester City in this round but that means their only focus will be on La Liga, and that gives them the upper hand. So it's their title to lose at the moment. Barca, however, have stakes in two competitions still with their thinnest squad in years. There is little depth around the squad, and Barca are especially thin in defense and in the front line. Any further injuries or suspensions to either Pique, Umtiti, or Lengle could prove to be costly moving forward, as those are our only first-team center-backs. The fullback position is of concern as well, with Junior Firpo backing up a somewhat fit Jordi Alba and Cimeno playing on the right side without Sergio Roberto for the next couple weeks due to injury. Up front, Barca only have Messi, Griezmann, Ansu Fati, and Martin Brethwaite for the remainder of the season, with the latter unable to participate in the Champions League. Even though Suarez is making great time in his recovery, I think it's doubtful we see him play for Barca in the rest of the season. Which means that goals, like under Ernesto Valverde, are still not something we can rely on yet. Of the above listed, I can regularly count on goals coming from Leo and Griezmann, but I don't see Fati, Brethwaite, or new forward Arturo Vidal scoring more than six or seven each for the remainder of the season. And with the role that Messi has taken over the course of this season, being a more prominent playmaker rather than goal scorer, Griezmann has got the weight of the world on his shoulders, and I think he has had that all year. He stayed healthy for us, scoring 14 goals, which to me is something to admire from a player who has spent only a little over half a season with us under two very different managers with two very different playing styles. But it is cause for concern, because even though Messi is the best player in the world, he cannot be in two places at once, scoring goals and assisting goals. Although if any player could do that, I'm betting the bank on Messi. So that's where our squad management team got it wrong for us. It's clear that the technical staff have not planned for a worst-case scenario season, with injuries happening to key players like Suarez and Dembélé. And by now, everyone has had their own opinions on the board and its directors, most agreeing that they are not moving Barca in the right direction. Because in the last two transfer windows, Barca have lost young talent, most from our own academy, that could be so crucial in a season like this. Losing Carlos Elenia, our very promising midfielder, and La Masia graduate, to loan at Real Batiste, although he is returning in the summer. Perez, who I discussed earlier. Jean-Claire Turivo, our young French center half slated to also return in the summer. Juan Miranda, a left-back and La Masia graduate, who could certainly help that side improve competition for Junior Firpo. Abel Ruiz, a striker from our academy. And the Brazilian winger Malcolm. Remember him? Signing for Barca in dramatic fashion and leaving after one season, though his departure and lack of playing time both seem unfair. We remember him for scoring famously against Inter in the Sancero to send Inter out in the group stage of the UEFA Champions League and against Real Madrid in the home Copa Classico. How helpful would he be to our squad right now? Or Totibo in defense, Miranda on the left flank, Carlos Alanya in attack. Our current squad can be refreshed, saved, and content by any of those three departures right now because, again, we are not in a position for further injuries and suspensions to take place. We can't afford it, not with so much on the line still this season, not with the expectations we all still have given the hard circumstances and unexpected changes. So I will wrap up all that talk about our lack of squad depth by predicting what matches Barcelona should have circled twice on their calendar. Assuming Barca make it past the round of 16 in the Champions League, their first-leg quarterfinal tie will come in between matches at third place Sevilla and against mid-table Athletic Bilbao. Those are three difficult matches in a row, and when you throw on the second leg of the Champions League in the midweek following Athletic Bilbao, it's extremely difficult to see Barca walking away with a win in all of those fixtures. Though Athletic Bilbao are underperforming this season, they're still a difficult opponent for Barca and have had our number twice already this season. I expect more B players to make appearances for us down the stretch, especially off the bench to preserve the rest to the first team players. Another worrisome fixture week is hosting Atleti and traveling to Villarreal where Barca barely squeaked by last season in a cracking 4-4 draw. Not to mention that Barca's away form has never been something we can count on, especially this season. And I hope I'm not getting too far ahead of myself here, but if Barca do make the semifinals of the Champions League, the first leg will be between those matches. Our lack of squad depth makes mapping out the remaining fixtures a bit daunting, Barca certainly have what it takes to conquer it all, we have the talent on the pitch, and I believe Setien can take us there, but the board hasn't made it easy on them, and I hope that our squad will never be this thin again. There's certainly room to improve in the transfer window for the board, and I believe with an entire summer, Setien can learn our promising academy players more thoroughly, and he'll have a better idea of who he can call upon in the future. Thank you for listening to my examination of Barca's squad depth. I hope I didn't break down any hopes for this season. No matter who is playing for Barca, I'll still be bleeding Blaugrana and expecting a victory in each match. I'm happy to have made my debut for Barca Talk, and I'll be back again soon. Cheers.
1: Barca Talk is a production of Sounded Media. 2.0 handles our social media and promotion. Until next time, visco Barca.